The following is a Thunderbolt West Media production. Today I'm going to answer a letter from Art, and I'm going to talk about the escalation of World War III. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I'll talk about anything from government corruption to chemtrails. Also, I feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studios, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, at frequency 7.490, and also on WRMI, Radio Miami International, on frequency 5850. And you can tune in to Key Radio, 89.3 FM, in Osage Beach, Missouri. And this show is also available on demand, on Spreaker, Anchor, Podpoint, Podpage, and Red Circle. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith and be sure to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I really appreciate it. Well, in this show, I'm going to answer at least one letter. I'm getting so far behind, and I do appreciate everyone who sends in the letters and the emails. And I will get to them as soon as I can. I know I'm really running late on a few of them, but I'm going to start the show with a letter. That way I make sure at least I get one in. The reason I'm not getting the letters in is that things are changing so fast and there's so much information. And this show I'm going to talk about some information that was given to me by one of the listeners and his name is Greg and I really appreciate Greg giving me the heads up. And also I listen to Hal Turner and the Canadian Prepper and several others, but those are the main two. And they both seem to have the same mindset. And both of those men have came to the same conclusions that I have come to. So I think that things are starting to, I'd say, clear up a little bit as far as how horrible it's going to be. And so I want to talk about that mainly on this show. And this letter I'm going to read, and I'm going to read this letter 
because it's uncanny how Art and I seem to share the same thought pattern, because everything that he writes, I agree with 100%. And so I got a letter from Art. Matter of fact, I've got a couple letters from Art that I need to address yet, but this one here, I want to go ahead and get it right away. And so I'm going to be getting to some of the older ones that he sent that are still very relevant. But I'm going to start with a letter from Art that I just received here a week or so ago. And I'm just going to read the letter. And then if I have a comment, I will break in and tell you that it's my comment. I'm going to start the letter. Greetings. In the last month, I feel we've gone from 30 seconds till midnight to about 5 seconds. And that was before I realized June is Gay Pride Month. And I can't help but wonder not if how much Yahweh will pour out his wrath upon America for this abomination. And I'm going to comment on that. I do believe that he's a loving God and he's a just God. And he's a God that will not be mocked. And I really do think that the United States and the rest of the Western nations anyway are doing their best to thumb their nose at God. And I can't help but wonder, too, just how much damage that parading all of this abomination in front of God is going to lead to our downfall. Because there's no way God can bless this country if we keep celebrating the wicked nature of mankind. I just can't see it. I'm going to go back to the letter. Some quick suggestions in no particular order. All kind of talk about the next pandemic, being extremely high death rates, etc. I suggest listeners stock up now on one proven disease killer, colloidal silver. Now I'm going to make a comment. I think that art is right. Now is the time to stock up on things that you know that work. Yes, I do have colloidal silver, and I do use it, and I do recommend it. Is it a cure-all for everything? No. But can it help lots of things? Yes. And that's my opinion. I'm not a doctor. And I don't think Art is a doctor, but I think he's really on to something. Also, I would stock up on good vitamins, not just crappy vitamins you get at a department store, but I'd stock up on vitamins and supplements that you think you're going to need, and also iodine and some things that you might have to use in an emergency. And so I really do think that stocking up on medicines that you're going to need is a smart thing, and I do believe colloidal silver is one of them. So I agree with that. Back to the letter. Suggest strongly, and he's got that underlined, suggest strongly to the listeners, find two things. A small group of like minds, no more than about ten, because a larger group may be compromised. And number two, bug out spots. Do these now. And he has now underlined. Now I'm going to make a comment there. Art is exactly right. Those are two things you must do. Because we're about to be cut off. This divide and conquer method of warfare has been used for generations. And it's going to be used against you and me. They're already doing that if, if you happen to support Donald Trump, you're now a MAGA terrorist. And if you come against transgenderism, well, then you're some sort of a terrorist 
or other thing that they deem as evil. And I use the term they very loosely, I'm meaning the globalists and the Satanists. Anytime you have Satanists tell you what is good and what is evil, you know you got a problem. Now getting on to his point, you have to have some people you can rely on. And I wholeheartedly agree. The old saying says, too many cooks spoil the stew. Keep your groups very small and very strong. Very strong. Anybody that kind of drags their feet and, oh, I'll think about, you know, leave them alone. Only people who are wide awake and can actually see what's going on. Don't bring in someone because you feel sorry for them and you're going to coach them up. It's not going to work. You need to put around you the A-team. And I don't know if you remember the old television series F-Troop, but don't put together F-Troop for your survival. And keep your trust levels very low. And only put people you sincerely trust into your group. And that in itself is going to keep your group very small. And his second suggestion about finding a bug out spot, I think we're way past time. If you have not got a bug out spot, that has to be priority one. You have to know where you can go if you're boxed in. I know I have listeners that live in big cities, and I've got several that contact me regularly, and they're scared. They have no place to go. They have no money. They can't move. And it's really sad. So all they can do is buckle down and do the best they can. But I do think fleeing an area that you know is going to be a nuclear target or full of unrest as far as riots in the streets, if you know in your heart that's going to happen in your community, you would literally be better off wandering away from there. You would literally be better off just going anywhere and hoping for the best, even though that is a horrible plan, just to go anywhere and hope for the best is a horrible plan. But so was staying in an area that you know is a nuclear target or an area that you know that is going to be burned to the ground by Antifa types and, and Black Lives Matter types. And so I really do think that you need to at least have a spot on the map that you are going to consider an area that you're going to flee to. And as Art says, bug out location. It needs to be a location that you know the area, that you know the people, that you have some contacts there. You really need to do this. And even if you never bug out, you need to have that contingency plan to where you can just get up and go. And so you have to have a bug out bag and have everything that you will need in that bag for you to survive. And it can't be a whole huge bag. It's got to be something you can grab and go. And so you're going to really have to prioritize. A lot of people are giving more thought of what they're going to have for supper than they give thought of what they're going to put in their bug out bag. You have to change that mindset. And if you're already at your bug out location, make it stronger, more secure, better stocked. You're going to have to do things while you can. Because when I get off the letter, I'm going to tell you about some things happening that are really disturbing. But again, Art is right. Back to the letter. 
after he says, do these two things now, he says, prayerfully, it's not too late. And I agree with that. Back to the letter. Once again, silent weapons for quiet wars. Slingshots, blowguns, bows and arrows. While I can't hit anything with a bow and arrow, I'm pretty good with a blowgun. And a slingshot? Well, I'm pretty good with a blowgun. <laughs> I love his sense of humor. Back to the letter. And now my main point. There's been all kinds of talk fairly recently about the invasion going on at the southern border. Also, the landing strip being built by the Chinese in Texas, or the property being bought up by the Chinese around many of our missile silos. This is the stuff we hear about. Okay, I'm going to break in and comment. Everything that we're hearing is the tip of the iceberg, and I'm talking about the very tip. There are so many things going on behind the scenes. There is so much corruption. So many people are trying to grab power and money and whatever. This is a free-for-all. It's chaos. And when we hear about something, it's like seeing one mouse. If you see a mouse in your house, your house is likely very infested with mice. You only see the one. Or if you see one ant crawling across your kitchen counter, you know that your house is infested with ants. You have to look at it the same way. All of these things you hear little tidbits about, there are volumes, encyclopedic type volumes, of things that you don't see and don't know about, just under the surface. And about the Chinese building the runway in Texas, I'm not sure about but I know that Art knows his stuff, and I'm going to take that at face value. And also, I have heard about the property being bought up by the Chinese around our missile silos, and that has been happening for several years. Back to the letter. Anyway, the invasion. Forget about the Latin Americans. It's been estimated that about 5,000 Chinese military-aged men a day have been crossing for a total of about 500,000. That's about 25 divisions. Flashback to around 2009 to 2012. Both Steve Quayle and Rick Wiles had mentioned about massive amounts of weapons, machine guns, mortars, rifles, grenades, being shipped to Long Beach and Seattle. Their weapons are already here and waiting. I'm going to make a comment there. If you think that information that goes back to 2009 is old information, you're wrong. Hal Turner pointed out on his show the other night that the decision to involve Ukraine as far as accept them into NATO was done in 2008. That's quite a while back. And Ukraine had not even asked to join NATO. They had to try to coerce the government and coax them into being receptive. And when they didn't, the powers that be in 2014 decided that they'd given Ukraine enough time. So they decided to do a coup in that country. And so what we're seeing play out right now, this very day in Ukraine, has its genesis in 2008. So don't think this information that Art has given me is old, because it's not. 
And yes, there's an awful lot of military-aged young men invading countries all over the Western world. It's happening in France, in Germany, in Belgium, in the United Kingdom. It's happening in Canada. It's happening in America. It's happening all over. And they're all military-aged young men. And I've been hearing through the grapevine about the weapons that are in storage for these young men. Now, can I verify it? No, I can't. But I do know what Art's talking about. And if we just turn our head and say, oh, that can't be real, we do that at our own peril. I think we need to consider all things to be something that can happen. Now I'm going to go back to the letter. Next part of this. Two movies I suggest. 1985, Chuck Norris, called Invasion USA and both versions of Red Dawn. He says he actually prefers the second. We're going to need folks to guard bridges, power stations, schools, grocery stores, etc. We'll be fighting for our country that's been sold out by a handful of treasonous politicians. And remember, in the second Red Dawn, collect weapons and ammo. Watch the movie. You'll see. Now I'm going to make a comment. Lots of things that are happening have been foretold in movies. And if you look at the directors and the writers of the screenplays and maybe the original story, you'll find that a lot of these people are interconnected in, let's say, the circles of the elite. And they know what's going to happen. And they're not trying to warn us. They're basically putting it in our face to mock us. But I do think there are several movies to watch, and those two I would also recommend. Watch them, know that they're just movies, but read between the lines and pick up some tips and pointers. I really think that that's a good thing. Now I'm going to finish the letter. Maybe, maybe it won't come to this. Maybe. But I'm familiar enough with Scripture to know what happened to ancient Israel and Judah. Yes, Maybe Yahweh will be merciful to America, but he must also be just. He must be. Then he signs off, May Yahweh bless, and he signs his name as Art, and I do agree with that. I think that the Bible shows us all sorts of comparisons with what's happening today, and I think that it's in the Bible for that reason. And just because you think that America has been blessed by God, which I think at one time it definitely was, just like ancient Israel, God can withdraw his protection. And right now, we are very vulnerable. Our children are being hunted and stalked by groomers. It seems that anyone that is a truth teller is being deplatformed and they're being slandered and... We are in a world that is totally upside down. And I'm going to make a final comment on Art's letter. I do have other letters that I need to read and put them as part of the show because I have some fantastic listeners. And not only do I have fantastic listeners, I have some very smart and courageous listeners. And we all need to be like Art. Step out of your comfort zone and tell people, what time it is. Tell them what's going on. If they think you're a kook and they roll their eyes and walk away, 
let them think that. Because the time will come when they're going to be sitting there flabbergasted saying, oh my God, he was right. And even if everything that Art says does not come to pass, you would be a fool not to follow his advice and prepare and get yourself at least mentally ready for everything that's going to happen. Because, again, I think that me and Art have exactly the same thought pattern, and I really appreciate Art. He's, he's really a dear friend of this show, and I do appreciate it. Broadcasting from the United States of America, you are listening to The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I invite all of my listeners to go to my social media site, which is on veteranbrigades.com. It's the only social media site that I trust, and you do not have to be a veteran to join. So go to veteranbrigades.com, sign up, and look me up over there, and on that platform, I'm the Living Off-Grid Show, and I plan on doing lots of interactive things over there with you, my audience. So please go visit me at veteranbrigades.com. It seems that Worldwide, things are coming apart at the seams faster each day. And I find it ironic that through the years, there have been pioneers that have stepped out and have really tried to warn us for years. And as Rush Limbaugh always used to say, it's the pioneers that take the arrows. And I can look back at all of the people that I wish were still with us. And I know I'm going to miss a few, and I apologize for that, but I think it's ironic that the people who were the initial whistleblowers, the ones that tried to wake us all up, by and large, are all deceased. And we could sure use their wisdom right now. And it seems to me that we have to use the next man up mentality. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do, is be the next man up. But I do know that as compared to these names I'm going to name off, I'm not even a pimple on these people. I'm not even a blip as far as influence or anything else as compared to the people I'm going to mention. But I think it's ironic that Rush Limbaugh is gone, as is Roy Masters. And Roy Masters was eccentric, and a lot of people thought he was kind of a crackpot. But if you would really listen to the man... He called all of this years ago, many, many years ago. And another person that fits that same category is Brother Stare. A lot of people on shortwave, they almost can't get away from Brother Stare's broadcast because it seems to be everywhere. And I know there was a lot of things happen in his life as far as him being arrested. And I know all that whole story. I'm going to talk about that just briefly after I get done naming all the names. But then you have Art Bell, who Art Bell was probably instrumental at waking more people up than anyone. I think that Rush Limbaugh might have motivated more people to actually do things, but 
Art Bell really woke people up to all of the shenanigans the government was really pulling, like the chemtrails and the Heart Project and everything. Art Bell was always scared for his life. He always thought someone was out to get him, and I think maybe they were. And then on the Christian broadcasting, you had Jack Van Empey, and I know Jack was kind of all over the map, and sometimes from year to year, his predictions would contradict each other. But Jack Van Empey also really had a handle on how bad things were getting. And I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but we lost all of them within like three years of each other. And there's more out there that really were telling the truth that have been silenced either by death or just out of retirement. But I want to say this about Brother Stare, and also this applies to Hal Turner, who I do listen to Hal Turner. I think that you can have your name slandered and sullied, and I think that all the early broadcasters, and I'm going to have to say that in the big scheme of things, Hal Turner has been around long enough that he's one of the earlier broadcasters. He's not one of the first, but he's right in there among some of the earlier ones. And what happened to him? Well, on trumped-up charges, he was sent to federal penitentiary over an opinion. What happened to him was highly immoral and illegal. Shouldn't have happened in any way, shape, or form. And then Brother Stare, who claimed to be the last-day prophet of God, was really right on as far as what he was predicting. Now, I listened to the Overcomer Ministry once in a while, and I listened to some of Brother Stare's old recordings, some of them as old as 1987, but a lot of them out of the 1990s. He was talking about pandemics happening. He was talking about viruses being created in labs. He was talking about a lot of these things, as well as Alex Jones, who is also has to be considered one of the early whistleblower types that try to wake people up. But what happened to Alex Jones? They're trying to sue him out of existence. They've been slandering him for years. And I don't know about this story with Brother Stare. I know that he was accused of being a sexual predator, and I know that he spent some jail time. But he didn't spend a lot of jail time, but he did have to wear an ankle bracelet, and I believe that he had to register as a sex offender. But something in my spirit tells me that just as Hal Turner was set up, and just as Art Bell felt like he was being stalked, and you can just go on and on down the list. I think Brother Stare was broadcasting to the world what was going to happen. And I think they had to get rid of him. I think they had to try to discredit him. And so they had people charge him with all sorts of heinous things. Did he do them? I don't know. But my heart tells me this. All mankind is capable of being evil. So was he capable of what they accused him of? Yes. Just the mere fact that he's a human makes him capable of that. But when you look at his small operation, and they were broadcasting worldwide 24 hours a day, and he was telling the truth 24 hours a day worldwide, and he had a lot of followers, a lot of people were listening to what he had to say, and so they had to get rid of him. 
So I believe that there were probably some thing to the allegations, but I really don't know how much of it was just piled on to try to silence him. I know that through the years, anybody who has come on the radio and has upset the plans of the elites either has an accident or they're arrested for something or they're charged with something. It's kind of like Donald Trump being charged for things that he shouldn't be charged for. And they're doing that to try to destroy him. And so I think that is a regular method of operation for these people. And I'm not worried about anyone slandering me or doing anything to me like that because, well, first of all, since I know the truth about me, I don't care what others would say because I know the truth. But the second thing is, is I'm not big enough, nor will I ever be big enough in this business for them to even bother with. And in a way, that's a good thing because I can say what I need to say and hopefully the things that I say that need to be repeated and picked up by people that have a larger audience, hopefully it will be picked up. I know my place in the pecking order, that's for sure. But I also know that there's room for you and me and everyone else to stand up for our God, our faith, our country. And just sitting back and letting other people do it and complaining that nobody's doing it, nobody's saying the truth, nobody's trying to help. Well, don't say nobody because I'm one of them that is trying, and I encourage you to be like Art and either support other broadcasters and people who are out trying to tell the truth or get something going yourself. It's time we fought this evil with everything we have. And that's something that I'm definitely doing. But do know this. If you jump into the arena, you're going to be slandered. You're going to be deplatformed. You're going to be censored. And you're going to have to have real thick skin. Real thick. Or else you'll get chewed up. And fortunately for me, I haven't had to have that thick of a skin. I have such great listeners and nice people. And I really do appreciate that. Well, on the second half of the program, I'm going to be talking about the way things are going as far as World War III and some of the shenanigans that are being pulled. And also, as I've stated before, I'm not in this business because I have an ego or it's not that I'm trying to be famous or anything like that. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'm just one man out here trying to help. And if me trying to help steers you to other programs that I think you should listen to, well, then I think that's what should happen. And I've mentioned Hal Turner in the past. I'm going to mention him again. I think that you need to listen to him. I really do. I think he's worth supporting. I think he's worth listening to. And I know that he's got a good heart. And I know that he purposely is not going to steer you wrong. And I personally am a fan of Hal Turner. I know sometimes he gets a little ornery, but, you know, we live in a world where sometimes you got to get a little ornery to get your point across. And some people don't listen to him for that reason, but I think that you need to get a little thicker skin and hear what the man has to say. Because he does have the contacts and he does have the experience. And also, the Canadian prepper, I've mentioned him several times in the show, he is really doing his best to keep you informed. Now, I was talking with my son just this morning, and we both mentioned that we wondered why 
the Canadian prepper hadn't been hadn't been barred off of YouTube. And anybody that's still on YouTube that hasn't been barred or banned makes you kind of wonder if they're behind the scenes are game players or not, whether they're legit. Because all of the people that you know are legit have been censored and kicked off of YouTube. But I really do like the Canadian prepper. I think that he is as fair as he possibly can be. I think he just is more skillful than others at walking that tightrope as far as being censored or not. And so I really think that there are others, and my son has recommended a few that I'm going to listen to, and then if I think they're worth listening to, I will mention them as well. But I really think that we are needing to get more thoughts than just one person. I think we're going to have to do that community thing as far as that group that Art was talking about, that close-knit group of like-minded people. Well, I think that we need to do that electronically as well. I think that you should have a close-knit group of like-minded people, people that really can speak to you. I listen to several others, but I think that some of the more political ones I don't listen to as much because there's not going to be a political solution to this problem. And I'm going to expound on that statement when I come back from break. I really need to know who's listening and where you're listening from, whether it's by shortwave or podcast or on AM or FM radio. Even if you just pop me an email and say hi, I would appreciate it. And as always, I invite listeners, give me some suggestions of topics that they'd like to hear me cover. I would really appreciate that. Once again, my email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. Please visit the website and the website is offgridliving.faith. And also, you can find links to even more information. Every one of my shows is uploaded on the website. shut us off. It's just, I'm not going to give them the opportunity. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way, by mail, check, money order, or if you want to put cash in a secure envelope, we would appreciate any donation, any size. Just send all your correspondence to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143. That's Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143, and your support is greatly appreciated. This next song was recorded in 1902 by the Edison Military Band. America, played by the Edison Military Band.
Replace fear with faith. Replace pessimism with hope. Replace despair with determination. And don't be afraid to rely on God and step out on the sea. Welcome back to part two of the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. This is Jim Calhoun, and I really thank you for tuning in today. Well, I kind of left the first half on a cliffhanger when I said that there was not going to be a diplomatic solution. Well, the reason I said that is that Vladimir Putin said that just the other day. In his speech, he said that there was no diplomatic solution, and he was very blunt about it claiming that war was the only option. And honestly, I have to agree with President Putin because he's been boxed into a corner. Every time he's negotiated, the people who have negotiated have not negotiated in good faith. And so there's no reason signing a worthless treaty on a piece of paper that doesn't mean anything to the one side. And I'm talking about the Minsk agreements and there's been other treaties that Russia has signed and I know that Russia's not perfect and I know they've done their shenanigans as well and so I'm definitely not here saying Russia's good but I am going to say I do understand where Vladimir Putin is coming from and when you have the major players that say that warfare is the only option well you have some real problems now I got an email from Greg and he wanted me to listen to Hal Turner's show. I mentioned that earlier. And what Hal Turner said was that the Norwegian Army as well as several other organizations were urgently getting critical care nurses and trauma doctors and things. They wanted to recruit them and part of their criteria was that they had to have battlefield experience. Now I know the Norwegian army has never been known as an army that fought in very many wars. Other than the Vikings, the Norwegians have been relatively peaceful. And for them to be recruiting medical personnel that have battlefield experience is very, very disturbing. And also the date that they gave was June 23rd as far as their date of deployment, and that word bothered me as well. That their date of deployment was right as the NATO exercise, the air exercise that they're doing, ceases. And by the time this show airs, the 23rd is right upon us. And so I'm not sure whether June 23rd is the start up of World War III officially, now, I personally think World War III has been 
probably on since 2014. The only reason that we really haven't escalated it was because Donald Trump was not supposed to be president, but yet he got in. And that really threw a monkey wrench into the plans of the world's elite that wanted this war to happen. And again, it's been pretty much verified, as far as I'm concerned, that the idea for this war was hatched in 2008. But I think that the first shots were fired in 2014. Now, I don't want to give dates and say definitely that June 23rd is the date. But I am going to say this. Hal Turner mentioned that he's adding two and two together and getting four. And I've been adding two and two together just like he has. And I get four as well. And so I'm going to verify what Hal Turner has said in my spirit. I think he's dead on right as far as what's going on. I can't disagree with anything he's saying. And so I really do believe that it's right on us. I'm not going to be bold enough and give the date of the 23rd as being the actual date. But I am going to say that 2 plus 2 does equal 4. And it's very obvious to those who do research that something very, very evil is about to happen. And I don't know whether it's going to be a false flag as far as the computer hacking and things like that. And they blame Russia and all of a sudden the West declares war on Russia or tries to invade Russia. Or I don't know if Russia decides that it's inevitable and they try to take the head off the snake and they hit Washington and London and Berlin and Brussels and Paris. I don't know where else they're going to hit. They probably will hit Istanbul as well because the Turks have been saber-rattling the last week or so and I know that they are actually coming against some of the Russians in Syria. And all I can say is this. If you handle a snake and you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get bit. And I'm not calling Russia a snake. I'm just using that as an analogy. But the people that think that they are going to go in and Russia is going to roll over and give up are delusional. Traditionally, Russia has been a counterpuncher. They let the other side put their cards on the table and make their move. And then Russia makes them pay for it. And when you have all these different countries in NATO, and the first significant loss that they take, you're going to start seeing infighting among the generals. You're going to see the Italian generals come against the French generals who are going to come against the American generals. They're going to come against, you know, all the others and point fingers and say, well, it's your fault. Your plan was bad. You should have done mine. And there's going to be lots of infighting. And I'm going to predict, again, I've already said this on my show, we are going to see NATO totally disintegrate. This war is going to be ugly. It's going to be horrible. It might be the worst war that's ever been fought by mankind, and I really do suspect that's what's about to happen. But I think that the West and NATO, United States, and all the allies are in for more than a rude shock. They're going to be annihilated. When this is over, you're not going to recognize the political landscape of any of the Western countries. As a matter of fact, this is something that I really see happening in the future. 
No, I'm not a prophet, and this is not prophecy. But I do see a time where people like Lindsey Graham and people like Angela Merkel and people like Barack Obama and all these other people, as well as Joe Biden, if he's still alive, and Hunter Biden, if he's still alive, when this war is over, there's going to be a lot of criminals rounded up. And I've been naming some of the criminals they're going to go after. Because I can tell you this. Russia is remembering World War II on a scale that's unimaginable. They are remembering everything about World War II. And they're not going to ever let the mistakes of post-war World War II happen ever again. We were told that the Nazis were defeated. And by and large, they were. But the Nazi scientists were taken out, I believe it was called Operation Paperclip, where all of a sudden all of these Nazi scientists were the heads of NASA and they were parts of all sorts of our scientific community. And it seems like we've had a lot of that happen. If you remember Tokyo Rose, who was instrumental in trying to demoralize the troops in the Pacific region of the war, and she broadcast all this Japanese propaganda. Well, you need to do a web search on her and find out what happened to her, where she ended up. And if my memory serves me correctly, she ended up moving to the United States in Chicago. Lord Haha, a man that was doing German propaganda, I know he was executed. But you have Axis Sally, who did the same thing as Tokyo Rose, and I believe she became a United States citizen as well. But don't you think it's ironic that someone that was spreading propaganda against our country emigrated to our country, was allowed to after what she did? That just blows my mind. But it seems like that the neo-Nazi groups are marching all over Europe, and a lot of the battalions that are mercenaries that are fighting for Ukraine are self-proclaimed Nazis. And so I think that World War I flowed over and became World War II. And in a weird sort of way, I think World War III is going to be a flow over from World War II. And as Putin said in his speech, that the fires of war are going to engulf all of Europe. And I think we need to take him at face value. I think he really means that, and I think that that's what they're planning on doing. I do see a time where there's going to be riots in the streets of the people that are going to be after their government saying, what did you do to us? Can you imagine living in Finland or Sweden or Norway or another country that really doesn't see the horrible evil that war is very often? And all of a sudden, their leaders decide that they're going to support Ukraine because they were told to by their masters. I don't know if that's the United States government or the New World Order people like Soros and Klaus Schwab. I don't know. Maybe both. But these so-called leaders are selling out their countries and making their countries targets and making their young people cannon fodder. And so we're going to see an awful lot of horrible things. and. Unfortunately, we are living in a world where images can be sent instantaneously. 
And unlike all of these other wars that have been thoroughly sterilized before we could see the pictures, this one is not going to be the case. And so you're going to have to really be careful of what you go to look at on the Internet because very soon there's going to be more images of just evil than you can possibly imagine. I know that I've already seen more than I want to see. And there's probably 10 videos that, after they described what was on the video, I refused to watch. I don't want to watch other people's suffering. I just don't want, it's not that I'm putting my head in the sand. It's that I don't want to be a party to what's going on of this evil. I just don't even want to watch it. I do need to inform myself and know that it's happening. And, but I really don't want to see things I can't unsee. So I'm not sure if June 23rd is a date that's significant, and I'm not sure what June being called Gay Pride Month. You know, I'm sick of these different organizations just stealing words and days and months, and they're just stealing them and claiming that they're theirs. I think that if they want to have a holiday or an event, just have it. Don't make such a big political deal out of it. That's getting very old. So all I can say is about these other people who are broadcasting information that I think is credible, I think you need to listen to your heart. I think you need to pray over this as well. And you need to start doing the right things. And if you have a family, you're going to have to redouble your efforts just to make sure your family is safe. My son has a young family, and I told him that I would not want to be him because this is a horrible time to try to get your head around things to be a daddy. Now, I know that he's going to rise to the occasion because he told me he would, and I believe him. And also, he was raised that way. He was raised to roll up his sleeves and just take things on. And so I know that he's going to. But I feel for all these families with young children. And the thing is that the young children are going to be emotionally scarred if we do the wrong things. So I will ask everyone who is prepping and prepping really hard, if you have kids or grandkids, don't tell them what you're prepping for. Don't try to enlighten them unless they're old enough. If they're old enough to understand what's going on and can mentally handle it, well, use your own discretion. But any toddlers or small children, let them be kids. Let them play. You're going to have to suck it up and take up the slack and do the things that you might ask them to do to help you. You're just going to have to do them yourself and just let the kids be kids. Because in the long run, that's what we're prepping for is the kids. We're doing this for the future generations. If we're doing it just for us, then we're doing it for the wrong things. And so I would ask that you really treat the kids very, very lovingly. And if they ask a question, don't lie to them. But you don't have to give them all the blood and guts of what's going to happen. If you have a small child that's like five or six years old that wants to know why you're getting all the camping gear. Say, well, I like to go camping, and one of these days we might be camping, and, and I want to make sure we have everything we need if we go camping. 
that'll be good enough for the child. The child will be happy that you're thinking of them. In that way, the child knows what you're doing and knows that it's for something that's going to be a little bit different, but they're not going to be living in fear. And that's one thing that this psychological operation, they're trying to make us all live in a spirit of fear. And I refuse to live my life in fear. Now, I'm not the toughest guy that ever lived, and I'm not claiming I can take on all comers. But I don't live in fear. I just say, bring it. I'm not going to be scared of you. Just give it your best shot, because that's what it's going to take. Because if you knock me down, I'll guarantee you I'm going to get back up. And I think that's the attitude we all need to have. We have punitive governments all over the world. We have judicial system out of control and police out of control and governments that want to start world wars. Tax money is being sent over to Ukraine. And as Lindsey Graham said, it's a great investment seeing that our money going to kill Russians. It just makes you want to vomit. These people that are quote-unquote in charge are asinine, they're insane, they're horrible, they're evil, and they are going to have to pay for what they're doing, whether it be by the population turning on them someday, or maybe they'll have to wait until they stand in front of Almighty God. But they're not going to escape unsinged. There's way too much evil that's gone on. And I think that it's time that we start combating that evil. And I think it's time that we do what Art says, and we really need to buckle down. And getting back to his letter when he said we need to have guards on our bridges and power stations and schools and grocery stores, etc. He's literally talking about rubber meets the road, gang violence on the streets of this country. And we're either going to be burned out or watch others be burned out or we're going to stand up and stop the looters and stop the people that are going to be burning our communities down. And also he mentioned the Chinese. I don't know if the Chinese are planning to invade or not, but I do find it very suspect the amount of Chinese that are coming across the southern border and, as Art said, their military age. And I'm just a guy out here, and that's the way most of us are. I'm just a person out here. I don't know anything more than you do, other than I do a lot of research, and sometimes I happen to stumble on things. And a lot of this, we have to just take a gut hunch and use our intelligence as best we can to try to figure out what's going on. Now, me personally, I don't feel like I'm one of these guys that's going to tell you what's going to happen. But I am one of the guys that can tell you how to pick up the pieces and how to forge on and how to maintain as much of your lifestyle as you can and how to persevere. And other guys that have the contacts can tell you all about when, where, and how, and why. And it's people like me that can help pick up the pieces and help you rebuild. And I want all of my listeners to know that Whatever it takes, I'm going to stay on the air. And I do know that I have some very, very good people that are supporting this show. I need to have a few more supporters, honestly. So I would appreciate that you would prayerfully think about donating to this program. Because your support is urgently needed. But with that said, I'm not going to tell people if you don't donate, I'm going to go away. 
because I know that God has put it on my heart to do what I'm doing. And so whatever it takes, I'm going to stay broadcasting. So I'm not going to pull that same old song and dance that you either give or I'm going to go away. But I am going to ask you to please consider giving because that's the only way I can afford to fund this is by donations. Now, if I wasn't getting any response by mail or email or anything, it would be a different story. But I do know that my show is doing some people good because I'm getting enough emails and cards and letters telling me that my show is doing them a lot of good and they appreciate it. And so I do know that I am fulfilling what I wanted to do as far as my goals for getting the show started. But again, I ask that you do prayerfully consider giving to this show because I do want to ensure it stays on the air. Like I say, I'm going to bite the bullet that's going to stay on regardless. But I would sure appreciate your partnership more than you could possibly imagine. And I take checks and money orders and also cash in a secure envelope. You would write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska. Hershey, Nebraska. And the zip code is 69143. Well, I hope the right ears heard the show today. I want you to be encouraged that there are people out there willing to stand up and be the next man up. I'm not alone with that mentality. I know there's others just like me that are stepping up to the plate with that next man mentality. And so, and so you are going to get the truth, even though you might have to search for it. We might all end up being banned off of podcasts and so forth and so on. But we're not going to be knocked off a shortwave. So if you haven't bought a shortwave yet, please do so. But remember, the cheaper shortwave you buy, the less performance you're going to get out of it. And so I wouldn't get the highest price one you can find, but try not to get really a cheap one either. And in that way, if we're all cut off from the Internet, you're going to still be informed by people who are going to tell you the truth. I do appreciate you tuning in today, and I really appreciate you listening. And until next time, everyone, stay calm, stay resolute, keep your eyes wide open, keep your powder dry, but most important of all, replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.